Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Going to get into the um, calls. Going to get into the calls. Going to get into the calls. Going to take your calls as a bunch of you on the line in just a second at 855-212-4227. But first, I do want to pay off what I've been teasing along for a minute about uh, Devontae Adams and, and Aaron Rodgers because I really can't just like do that. You know, the whole show, hey, they're doing this. What is it? <laughs> Stick around. I'll tell you later. Um, but if you look at their Instagram, they have the same image. And, and I noticed this because I was on Twitter this morning and – I saw the last dance trending, but it said NFL is the topic. And I was like, that's weird because, you know, the last dance, obviously, about Michael Jordan. So you, you figure it's a, uh, a reference to um, basketball in some way. But, in fact, if you click it, you see that apparently Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams both posted a image from the last dance of, of Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen fist pumping or I, I don't know if it's te- I mean it's not technically from the last dance but it is uh you know a, a picture of them on the court and in reference to the last dance which I would take as a good sign if I'm a Packers fan even if it means that's it for them this year that would at least mean they're going to be back <laughs> you know the contract talks between Adams and the Packers have reportedly broken off and the uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers situation, who knew what was going to happen? Like uh, with, with Aaron Rodgers, I just wish he would tell us. I don't care what the dude wants to do. I, I just wish he would tell us what he wants to do. But if that is their goal here, I would indicate that as a good thing for Packers fans. In fact, I put a bet on the Packers this morning to win the Super Bowl. Not because I think they're definitely going to win the Super Bowl, just because the odds were too good to pass. They're like, Grab him while you can at like plus eighteen hundred, I think it was. I got him at this morning, so like you know, just to, I tossed a couple bucks on it because figure the payoff was worth it, given um they were right there last year, and and at those odds, you had to like it. Yeah, plus eighteen hundred is what I got the Packers at uh, to win the Super Bowl this year, and if that Instagram story is any indication, both Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams would plan to be back this year, but that would be it. That's how I would interpret a simultaneous 
posting of The Last Dance. That can't be coincidence, right? Can't be coincidence. And that's better news than the the, uh, rumor or report that was out there that Aaron Rodgers was going to retire this week, which was uh, apparently came from sports books. Some sports books had expected him to possibly announce his retirement. More or less, that would be like he'd retire, so some of the, the financial penalties wouldn't be as bad. And then after this year, the Packers could trade him and he could unretire, whatever. That, that essentially meant he didn't want to play for them so badly that he would take the year off via quote-unquote retirement. But a the last dance uh, simultaneous photo to me indicates both Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are not happy, but they know they really don't have too many other choices and will eventually be back with the Green Bay Packers at least for one more season. Anybody else have an interpretation? That's that's the best I got. want to remind you today on CBS, an afternoon of sports starts on the court at 1 Eastern, 10 Pacific, with two more intense battles in the Big Three. Then at 3 Eastern, noon Pacific, it's off to the golf course for live PGA Tour action at the 3M Open. That's all coming up Saturday on CBS. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. While we're on the topic of Michael Jordan for just a second, since I, I, I referenced the last dance before I get to you guys on the phones, um, Michael Jordan sort of was in the news this week because of Space Jam. And, and I did want to say something. I saw Space Jam. The new one, last week, my kids loved it. They loved it. My son, Raj, turned to me during the movie and said, Daddy, I like this movie. And my daughter, uh, Ronnie, also really liked the movie. You know, my personal opinion, it was fine. You know, like it it was neither good enough nor bad enough for me to have some sort of crazy reaction. It certainly wasn't great. (laughs) I certainly didn't watch it and go, oh, my God, I love this. And I certainly didn't watch it and go, oh, my God, I hate this. Uh, You know, my critique would be that um, it was such an advertisement for Warner Brothers intellectual property that it kind of was a bit nauseating in a sense. I get what they're doing. They're like, hey, we exist too, not just Disney. Please, new generation of kids like Bugs Bunny, right? Like that's, you know, they, they've got all these characters who were big when I was a kid and you haven't heard from in 15 years. They're trying to reintroduce them to a new audience, so I understand that, um, even if it was a little bit like, eee. kids aren't going to notice that so much, though. They're going to be like, oh, who are these guys? Who's that? Who's that? Um, Maybe a little long, uh, cheesy in moments, but it looked really cool. It had a few moments that made me laugh. You know, there's a Michael Jordan bit in there that made me laugh. Um, and I thought the overall spirit of it was nice. So the 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 harshness I saw from some people uh, about, like, cr- you know, crapping on it, to me was a little out of, out of whack. Like, if you're – if you feel the need – to destroy a movie like that, which is intended for a young audience, intended for kids, because you want to defend the honor and integrity of a basketball player, you're participating in strange behavior. That's just strange. You know, Michael Jordan's going to be just fine whether this Space Jam is good or not. And it, it, 
it doesn't take away from the original Space Jam. Guess when I liked the original Space Jam? When I was a child. Have you watched the original Space Jam lately? Or, you know, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Because the original Space Jam is not good either. Like, in the, in the sense of, like, wow, this is a great movie. It just was cool when you're a kid because Michael Jordan was cool. The coolest thing in the world. And he had all those cartoon characters with him. Uh, it's the same thing for a new generation now. So, I, I, you know, like, yeah, I get it. LeBron is redoing Space Jam, so he set these expectations. He's the redoing Space Jam because he's LeBron. He's the only one that could do it. It makes sense. So, uh, you know, the the vitriol. You see the so, original Space Jam director? He crushed this movie? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, did you see it, Anthony? No, I was away, so I did come back to see a movie, but this is not the top of my list. I will yeah. see it probably next week at some point. Oh, it's I mean, I I saw it on on TV, obviously on HBO Max. I I you know, I just I don't know. I I just, I just don't understand uh, how much uh, vitriol and 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 anger people could bring to their reviews for something that. You know, like, a kid's movie can be critiqued, I suppose. Doesn't mean, like, you know, there are better kids' movies than, than other kids' movies. But the intended audience is children, not you. And and I think a lot of it was motivated to, like, defend the legacy of Michael Jordan when that that's not being harmed at all by this. It's not... Space Jam was never going to settle the GOAT debate. Let's put it that way. Like, it wasn't going to settle the GOAT debate. And my kids loved it. They loved it. And I thought it was fine. So I, I think people who were going over the top um, to destroy it are, are really being strange. It's 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 really strange. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let's go to Spike in St. Petersburg. Spike, you're up next here on the Robin Lundberg Show. What's going on? Good morning, my friend. Uh, I was telling Anthony on the pre-pickup that uh, I'm here four months today, relocating from the New York metro areas. You know, and uh, you know, you can't run away from this disease. I'll be real brief. I don't feel like making a public service message where I can talk to you a little bit about sports. So down here, the proliferation of COVID, for whatever reason, I'm not going to espouse on, you know, religious beliefs, non-religious beliefs, whatever. The amount of vaccinated people is in the 50s, and it ain't good. And the hospitals now, which I had to have a occurrence and then to check up on, that's fine. I'm old. So, um then now they've curtailed visiting in the emergency room. That same thing we went through in the New York metro area, hopefully never again. But these variants coming in from all areas, and I'm not Dr. Fauci or any, I have no medical background. I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express as a joke went. But it's just traveling around. And until this, everyone's complicit with this, it's going to take longer to drift away until the next one comes. That's the planet we live on. You know, I'm not mundane about it. I'm just, that's it. So passing on to the next generation, you know, buyer beware, caveat emptor. Everybody just be prudent and judicious. Man, you know, you want to jump up and down, but everyone has the right. You said it uh, perfectly, and that's it. You can't take anyone's right of free speech away or free choice. So anyway, with the, uh, with the sports, the comment I heard last night before I went to bed, I heard the opposite, so something must have changed overnight with Aaron Rodgers. And one last thing, and always a pleasure to talk to you. I'm glad the kids are doing well, enjoying these movies. They should. The NFL strong-arming this deal. They're, they're, the, they're the big power. They have the clout. And the, the rules they set down, which is their right. It's a private enterprise. I'm sure you agree with that. That's the 
world we live in, <clears throat> they're telling, they're making it really tough on guys who choose not to take the vaccine, which, you know, I, I won't go into where I'm on that, you know, or you, you could certainly have the microphone, you could say what you want, but I find it to be very strong on I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's freedom of choice owning a business. Look, I think it's right. Comment. I think they're doing the right thing. I, I Look, I, I think they're doing the right thing because they can if they want. Right. Uh, and and because I do think it sends the right message to people as well in in general, what I believe to be the right message. Uh, but uh, but Robin, you're taking away choice. You're taking away choice. No, you're not. No, you're not. Okay. All right. How how are you I'm taking not... away choice? Because it, I... it's still your. You have your choice. I have a choice to do whatever I want. That doesn't mean whatever I want. You know, to choose, there can't be consequences for a choice. Right. Okay. But they're making it really difficult. And I'm not commenting positive or negative. I'm just saying they're making it difficult on those. Like, who was it? The uh, wide receiver? Uh, Cole Devon, Beasley. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, not Cole Beasley. The other guy uh, whose who's, uh, girlfriend, his brother, got to bring something. He made a what? choice, and he's going to have to travel. I forget who it is. De- uh, DeAndre yeah. Hopkins? Yeah, I, I don't know about girlfriends, but I don't know what that part of it yeah. is referencing. Yeah, he, he said he didn't, his girlfriend's, uh, uh, whatever, some relationship extended in his family, so it got very sick when he took the vaccine. Isolated case. Un- unbelievable, but it's isolated. He has a choice, but they're making it difficult on him not, if he's not faxed. He has to sure, try but there are, a lot of, there are a lot of things that right. businesses and places have done in the past that have made things difficult on, on people. Yes, the NFL is absolutely... Uh, they're doing as close as they can to mandating it without mandating it. Right. But there's absolutely. nothing. But they could do that. That's not taking yeah. away choice. You no, don't absolutely. have to. You don't have to be an NFL player. You don't have to. You could still do it and, and follow the protocols as is for unvaccinated people. They're they're not taking away anybody's choice. They're not the government. That's right. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Uh, uh, some people will agree with it. And some people won't. That's all I'm saying. Of course. I mean, and thanks for the call as always. Some people agree with lots of stuff. Some people disagree with lots of stuff. But you have to deal with reality. And I'm talking about based on the facts, based on the statistics, based on, you know, what makes sense. Not not based on a feeling. How about Darren in Michigan? Darren, you're up next here on the Robin Lundberg Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Darren? Hey, Robin. Um. I've got three points I want to make. Number one, um, the NFL, just like any private company, can do whatever they want until they're challenged in court over it. And I think, personally, I think they're bluffing. I don't think they're ever going to withhold a player's game check if they're not vaccinated. Because I think they well, that's not that's not what they're doing. They're not withholding a game. There is never any. There's nothing in there about withholding a player's game check if they're not vaccinated. The games, well, there was no. Everybody's losing their paycheck. Everybody is losing their paycheck if the the game is forfeited. Even vaccinated players? Everybody. Okay, okay, thank you. I appreciate you clearing that up. Um, a couple other points, though. HIPAA. By what you're saying, by definition, you are correct. HIPAA basically pr- protects a patient from a doctor disclosing any part of their medical record. In fact, even protects them from disclosing that the patient is seeing a specific doctor to the public, to the media, that type of thing. As much as it irritates you that people try to put you in a political camp based on your stance with this, it irritates me when people are running around demanding that these players tell us their vaccination status. It's none of mm-hmm. our business. That's, that's their right I don't, to withhold I, that I don't. Di- I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree okay, with that. Look, I, I think... Personally, let, let me let me let me break it into two things. Sure, go ahead. Per- 
personally, I would prefer, especially if like high profile players would say, "Hey, I'm vaccinated. I encourage you to get vaccinated." I think that's the sure. the, the best message. I would prefer that. But at yeah. the same time, yes, I'm with you. I don't, I don't like, look, I don't, you don't have to tell me, uh, I, yeah. you know, I, I don't need to like insult you if you don't tell me. Um, so yeah. I, I think you and I are in generally in agreement sure. on that. You know, and I suspect Robin that the players who don't want to talk about it are probably ones who tend to not get vaccinated. Now, I might be wrong, but I you know what? I, that you might be wrong. Cause I, because I think so I read the rest of Dak Prescott's quote yesterday and I, I, if I had to guess, you know, he, he didn't want to disclose it, but if I had to guess based on the context of everything he else he said, he is vaccinated. Okay. But, but okay. go ahead. Interesting. Yeah. And I haven't seen and I And by the way, I'm a huge Cowboys fan. And um, the other point I want to make is about vaccination requirements. You kind of paid in a broad brush there because in Michigan, where I live, now I don't know what they're going to decide about the COVID vaccine because, again, I think that's going to have to be decided by the courts. But – you do not have to have your child, your student, vaccinated. You have to sign a waiver, but you do not have to have them vaccinated in order for your child to attend a public school. That's just that's the, the law that we live under, and I can't see how COVID is going to be much different than that. But Well, here you know, I do. My kids can't attend their schools without proof of right. certain vaccinations. Yeah. So yeah, Interesting. But, yeah. but, and my final point is, you know, and like I said, I'm a Cowboys fan. I've been a Cowboys fan since I was eight years old. But, you know, Michael Irvin is the same player who was suspended, I don't remember how many games, because he got in trouble. He got caught with hookers and cocaine on a table in a hotel room, if you remember. So telling other players what their priorities should be and that nothing else matters but chasing a Super Bowl ring is a little disingenuous coming from you. Well, Michael, uh, a couple things. One, Michael, and, and thank you for the call. Michael Irvin um, won some Super Bowls. So he knows about winning Super Bowls. Two, you're you're not incorrect again. Like you and I, 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 I think are not that far apart on certain things. Uh, Michael Irvin, yes, it's easy for basically anything he says to pick apart um, his past, like and say, dude, maybe you're not the guy. I, I get that, but he did win a lot, and we're also talking about Michael Irvin now, not Michael Irvin twenty or twenty five years ago. You know, like, you have to give people credit for, for growing, and it's his job to comment on things. And, and I think, personally, he's handled himself very well in this. Um, you know, he, he shut down conspiracy theories. He said his comments weren't political. Quote, I don't care about the right wing. I don't care about the left wing. I only care about a ring. And, and I think his message is correct. If you want to, you know, lay out his rap sheet or past transgressions, they exist. That's public record. You could Google it. But that doesn't mean what he's saying now doesn't have validity either. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. I hope a lot of people see my point of view on this. I'll continue to hear from you and get yours. But we're also going to talk about something or someone you can't see coming up in just a bit as well. It's the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Robin Lundberg Show. Hey, David in Green Bay, where the Packers reside. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, maybe for the last time or the last dance. 
You're up on the Robin Ludberg show here on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on? That's laughable, Robin, but it's <laughs> it's great. Good to hear you. I love listening to your show. And um, yeah, it's big big news coming up Green Bay next week Monday. Uh, uh, for everyone that doesn't know or doesn't care, uh, shareholders meeting on Monday. That's going to be a big thing. But uh, of course, training camp starts across the league uh, next week. I, I don't know. To me, uh, some of your talk today is about reality. You know, reality is this: Aaron Rodgers, twelve. Okay, he created all this. He could have, like you said, which we all do, would have just come out and said exactly what, how he wants everything to go. He hasn't. All right, that's that's Aaron. He wants control of his contract. He's under contract for three more years. That's a given. That's reality. He can't control that. He is under contract. Now, Devontae Adams has become uh, the ingredient of the success of Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. More touchdown passes received in the last four years. Literally now acknowledged on social media as the number one wide receiver in the NFL. And when they say it's not about the money, it's about the money, Robin. He wants to be paid. Hopkins' contract, $27 million a year, blew everybody out of the water. You know, Devontae Adams will be an uh, unrestricted free agent in 2022. But guess what? You know, uh, Kirk Cousins, not the best example. But the Green Bay Packers could franchise, can and will franchise Devontae Adams for the next two years. And I'll tell you what, if he doesn't take their offer with the money they're going to pay him, they'll pay him less than the average of the top five salaries because everybody else under, under the Hopkins contract makes so much less. This is a lot about nothing. And talking heads, people that, you know, what did, what did Brady say this, this week? There's not really as many smart people out there as you would think. And there's not. This is a lot to do about numbers and about conversation and friction. Aaron Rodgers will be under center against New Orleans. Devontae Adams will be at wide receiver. The Green Bay Packers will win the NFC North again this year. I'm not going to say we're going to win a Super Bowl, but I'll tell you what, the best cure to all of this, Robin, Aaron Rodgers deliver. Get us to a Super Bowl. You don't even have to win it, but get us to a Super Bowl this year with Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones and and a defense that's going to be better. And I'll tell you what, you write your own ticket then for the rest of your career, and Devontae signs, and you can ride off into the sunset. Other than that, what do you think? Well, no, look, I, I don't know about the. I don't know about the. You know, clearly, Adams, I think, is is more about a contract, and and, and the Hopkins um, thing is a valid point there because you know if you're Devonte Adams camp, you're going to say he should be the highest paid receiver in football. If you're the Packers, you're going to say this is an outlier contract. I get that. I don't know how much of Aaron Rodgers is about contract, how much is about pride, how much is about what. I just wish the guy would tell us something. Uh, clearly, there's a mixture of things there because, you know, there was the report this week that they had offered him a, a different contract. I don't know who leaked that. I, I don't know, you know, clearly his, his, his feelings are hurt still about the Jordan Love draft pick. Clearly, he has friction with the GM there. So I think it's a, a myriad of things that are contributing to – Aaron Rodgers and what he is 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 doing uh, and where he is currently. Let's go to Sam in Canton, Ohio. Sam, you're up next here on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Robin. Thank you for taking my call. Robin, I'd like to make two points if I could. Uh, the first one regarding this COVID-19 situation. 
Uh, I lost my brother-in-law here last November, okay, to COVID-19. And, Sorry to hear that. And I appreciate that. Thank you. And And the thing of it is that if you've been through it or you have been near to someone who has experienced it, uh, you know that the horror and the terribleness of what the people who have it go through, but also what the family goes through because they can't be with their loved one. They can't be by their side. They can't be near them when they're drawing their last breath. They can't be there. And it's a horrible, horrible thing to experience, not only for the person who contracts the sickness, but for the family who has to deal with the situations during the sickness and, of course, afterwards. And I can speak from experience. So when you have individuals who are making this an issue of pride rather than an issue of just doing the right thing, it's hard for me to understand. And sometimes I wonder if it takes someone close to you getting sick or even passing before you know, people finally get it. It isn't a matter of uh, my winning the argument or my will prevailing over your will. It's a matter of trying to preserve and protect life. It's that simple. And if people don't get that, it's because they don't want to get it. The second thing I want to uh, talk about just quickly is Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I'm, I'm a longtime Packers fan. And it's been very difficult for me to stomach this Aaron Rodgers situation. And I guess the question I would like to ask is simply this. You know, I talked to another guy on CBS Sports Network. I think his name is Holder. And he seemed to think that took Rodgers' position, that Rodgers had every right to, you know, take the stance he was taking and so on. But I made the point that when you play for someone or you work for someone, okay, they make the rules they dictate the game and Aaron Rodgers has a, uh, has a contract. And to me, if he signed that contract, especially when he's making $35 million a year, he's not a victim. He's not a victim. Now he can disagree with the way things are. He can make, make his, you know, feelings known. He can try to uh, change things, but to sit there and hold out and disrupt the team to split the team, to split the fan base, okay, and to create the havoc that he's created all because he isn't getting his way. In my viewpoint, he's behaving like a spoiled diva. And I was well, just curious how you thought about this. I just want – I would like to hear from Aaron Rodgers. Look, uh, look this, ultimately this doesn't really affect any of us. It's like the – and thanks for the call. It's like the Dak Prescott contract negotiation where people are just like – spouting off about it forever and eventually there's going to be a deadline and and maybe I should back off a little bit because I think that's coming up I think you know you're going to see a resolution here soon I just wish Aaron, you know like Aaron Rodgers has he can want what he wants he can want a trade he can want you know to go host Jeopardy he can want what he wants um he is you know creating some level of drama by not telling people what he wants and I'm sure he's communicated to the Packers what he wants, but I do wish um, we we could hear from Aaron Rodgers directly. That would be my wish. Uh, not you know I don't judge what he wants 
or his position, but I'd just like to know it. That would make me feel a, a little bit more um, at ease uh, about what I even say about it. You're listening to The Robin Lundberg Show. Yo, that song is so tough, man. <laughs> John Cena, entrance music is fire. It's amongst the, the best entrance themes of all time. In fact, I would say, like, as far as just, like, impact when it hits, it's got to be that and Stone Cold, right? The glass breaking, like, and then that. I mean, whatever you think of John Cena, you can call him corner, you can call him whatever. That joint rocks. And he returned to the WWE on Sunday night. What was it? Money in the Bank was the, the, the pay-per-view that he came back at. But uh, I watched a little bit of his promo the next night. I, I watched some of Roman Reigns' promo last night on SmackDown. And that's as big a professional wrestling match as you can get right now. Like, I, I mean, I could... Short of The Rock coming back to, to, you know, fight at WrestleMania, that's as big an event as the WWE can have in SummerSlam, Roman Reigns and, and John Cena. And Roman Reigns has just hit another level, you know, in his profession and his craft, his ability to cut a promo uh, right now. And then John Cena, you know, nothing makes you, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? Because you have all these fans out there who used to boo John Cena, and then the kids would like sort of support him, and and he um he learned how to handle both of that right like he learned how to um play into all aspects of the crowd reaction, but it takes something to get a crowd reaction like that, and and John Cena one of the all time greats. I mean on the the short list, I don't think you be hard pressed to do a top five list without including John Cena. It's impossible to do a top ten list without including. John Cena, and you can make a case for him at the very top. Uh, and Roman Reigns is, is climbing those ranks right now. So I don't really have much more to say about it other than that, but it was cool. And the pop he got was legendary when he came back. And I am certainly looking forward to the buildup and the match between Roman Reigns and John Cena at SummerSlam. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227 at Robin Ludberg on Twitter. That's R-O-B-I-N-L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G. I also have to say that the you can't see me thing is funny. It, I, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's the perfect, um, perfect level of corniness where it's, everybody knows it's corny. It's stupid, but it's fun to do. <laughs> that was one of the loudest pops ever. That was a oh, great pop when he came oh, out unbelievable. Money in the Bank. And as you said, it's unbelievable. I, I didn't hear any Cena sucks chance that night. It's amazing. Everyone knew, everybody was glad to see him come back. Well, because anybody who's ch- – you don't chant Cena sucks like that loud if you don't care about somebody, right? Like it, it, the, the worst thing you can have is apathy where people are – there's just no reaction to you. I, I, no disrespect to these guys, but there's some tag team called the – what are they called? The Viking Warriors or something like that? They remind me of something out of the 90s, like Duke the Dumpster Drossy or Doink the Clown or the whatever. Viking Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I can't imagine they're going to get any sort of reaction. Nobody's going to boo them and say the Viking Raiders suck because nobody cares about the Viking Raiders. But people care about John Cena. And uh, it's going to be the summer of Cena. Well, is he even going to win? 
that match? I mean, no, that's the I, other thing, I, too. I, I don't think he will be, but I think, um, you know, the, the, I know, like, I was watching Edward uh, ads on uh, SmackDown last night. Uh, you know, they, were, they, they, you know, they had commercials they, in the summer of Cena. So, okay. he's going to, you know, I think he'll be around here uh, for the remainder of the summer, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, after after SummerSlam, I wouldn't expect him to be around unless, you know, because, again, I don't know what his schedule is like with the movies or anything else. So uh, I, I hope that they wouldn't give him the title um, and then and then he's just going to, like, give it right back. Like, you know, if Cena was committed to them and said, hey, you know, I'll be with you for the next couple of years, then I wouldn't have a problem with them putting the belt on him. But I don't, I, there's no need for Cena to get the belt right now. Unless again, unless you know, he told them, "Hey, you know, I'll be, I'll stick around for a couple of years for you guys." Which I mean, the WWE desperately needs at this point, especially with what uh, AEW is cooking up, uh, because it looks like Daniel Bryan is on his way to a- AEW, and uh, it also looks like CM Punk could uh, be right behind him as well. So the WWE desperately needs Cena because. They don't have enough big stars right now. And, I mean, a perfect example is as, you know, you have you still have Goldberg in the mix. I mean, and he's, listen, he still looks good. But, I mean, you know, he's up there in age, obviously. But, I mean, that's how desperate they are, you know, because they still need to bring guys like back like Goldberg, who, again, he looks great for his age. He's, you know, physically looks unbelievable. And, listen, hey, he still does get a reaction. He came out uh, to confront uh, Bobby Lashley, and he still got a great reaction from the crowd. So people still uh, respond to him as well. So, uh, but WWE is in desperate need of like stars, so they need Cena to stick around as long as they could have him. Well, and, and look, I, I don't think uh, AEW becoming a thing is necessarily bad for WWE. Uh, WWE's best stuff came when WCW was at its strongest. So, of course, the the company itself isn't going to want that. But I, I do think there is value to that. That competition could be um, really strong, could be really good. Let's go to Larry in Joshua, Texas. Larry, you're up on the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to give my two cents on the Aaron Rodgers contract situation. Sure. I, I tend to I tend to support the professional athlete in this situation. Whenever you sign a contract in reference to what that previous caller said, the ownership and the management has no regard for that contract, and they cut NFL players on a daily basis for salary cap reasons. And that company and that owner signed on the dotted lines just like the player did. So if the ownership group is not going to honor the contract, why should a professional athlete be expected to honor whether they're subject to being cut at any time for salary cap reasons? Well, I mean, I'm with you in general. Uh, w- one, that is part of the contract. I mean, if if I was to to count, you know, counter it, uh, it would it would be that the contract states that one party can do that and the other party can't. That that is part of the contract. But I'm with you in the spirit of that. I just don't think Aaron Rodgers' thing is about a contract so much. Uh, I, I, think- I don't. I don't know that I understand why he's doing what he's doing. If it's for for money or for power or whatever, but if. Uh, if he is subject to being cut, now we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to be cut. But uh, any professional athlete, if the ownership's not going to honor a contract, why should the athlete be expected to honor the contract? And why does he get the black eye and not the organization? That's my point. 
No, no, I no, I, I understand it, and that's come up a lot with NFL contracts in, in the past. I just don't know if it's applicable in this case. I, I, because I, I just don't think Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it, it's applicable in the sense of somebody would say, "Hey, you're under contract, so you got to just come back." Uh, but I, I think the Aaron Rodgers thing is is a lot more complicated than simply his contract status. Let's go to Xavier in DC, or or is it Javier? You're you're up next, Javier in DC. You're up here on on the Robin hey, Lombardi show. What's going on? Hey, Mr. Robin Lombardi, DC Javier from DC. I want to comment about the player with the vaccine. I think in they acting like you know little babies and they're not taking the vaccine. A very selfish behavior because you know here in the real world where people are having their job and having the boss and the boss having the rules, the company having the rule, you need to follow the rule or you're losing your job. For me, I work in the construction, and, you know, the boss, the superintendent, he tell me what are my glasses, what are my, with my hard hat, with my steel toe boot. I don't come to the job with all of these things. The superintendent telling me, he said, hey, Ro- hey, hey, Javier, hey, you don't have it, you go home. Same thing in this situation. Um, I, and with you, I don't always agree with you, Mr. Robin, but this situation, I think you hit this one right on the head. I think you hit it perfect. I think these guys need to understand the, the opportunity that they're having playing through the NFL. If anyone else in here working the real job in the real world, making regular wages, have the opportunity to make it 20 million a year, they do whatever their boss tells them to do. You know well, what I'm saying? You understand? Yeah, and look, the here's the here's the deal. They either are going to or they're going to face whatever consequences the NFL puts out because the NFL ain't budging. Uh, we've seen that in the past. If there's one sport, look, in the NBA you could argue, you know, LeBron James or whomever – uh, the the superstars have a, a degree of power, but even in that case, you saw you saw LeBron was not happy about the turnaround from the the season in the bubble to to last season. It still happened, even though if it were up to LeBron James, it wouldn't have happened. And people think he runs that league, so he doesn't. Even, LeBron James doesn't even run the NBA, right? Sure as hell, no NFL player runs the NFL. The NFL doesn't give it. Could be Tom Brady. It could be Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady coming together as the mega powers. It could be Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Patrick Mahomes showed the the sway I think he had when he he put some pressure on the NFL to put uh you know make a, a public social justice statement by appearing in in, in the uh, the promo with fellow players. But as far as like changing the policy on this, the NFL's not budging. There there are they are ruling. You know the NFL rules in that case, and everybody's gonna fall in line. That will happen, I promise you. Either they will or they'll be part of, you know, not participating because they're out or they'll be cut or whatever the case may be. I mean, the NFL is strong-arming players into taking the vaccine or attempting to do so. But I think that's the right move, and it's well within their rights. It is within their rights as an organization, as a business, as a private entity, and it does not take away from people's rights. Like, uh, that's what people have to understand. That, that's not taking away anybody's right. It's still your right to choose not to get the vaccine. But it's not your right to play in the NFL. And therein lies the difference. I also think it's the right message to send to society at large. 
because we are inarguably safer as a population the more people are vaccinated. We are inarguably more likely to be able to continue to resume life as we know it the more people are vaccinated. That doesn't mean so-and-so individual can't choose not to get vaccinated. That's just a matter of fact. And therefore, the NFL is making the decision it is making, and I applaud them for it. 855-212-4227. The NFL ain't going to change that. They ain't going to change their stance. A baseball team just changed its name. What do you think of that? I'll give you my opinion on the Cleveland Guardians. Coming up next, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4227, at Robin Lundberg on Twitter. It is the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.